God bless you. God bless you. Heaven smile on you. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast once again. Thank you. Thank God for each and every one of you. I'm I'm just so grateful for those of you who have tuned in and those of you who have been blessed by the word of God going for. I'm I'm just so humbled by this. I'm so grateful to God. The Bible says we constantly pray for you. I I do. I constantly pray for you. I really constantly pray for you. I really constantly pray for you. I thank God for each and every one of you so much so. It's like I put your needs for my own, which I do a lot. (laughs) But I just want God to have his way in your life. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you so much for allowing me to speak a word into your heart. And I pray what God has shared with me and I share with you will bless your life, will encourage you, will push you to trust God one more day. Let's let's go to our Father in heaven and let's pray. Father, Dad, thank you for all you've done. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you, Daddy, for just being there for us. Dad, we'd be so lost without you and we're so in awe of you because you are an awesome, awesome God. You're doing awesome things. And Father, we just come right now in the name of Jesus saying thank you for our life, our health, and our health. We walk in divine health. Our life, our health, and our strength, which comes from you. Father, you are our El Shaddai. You are truly the God who is more than enough. Lord, you are our, our Jehovah Jireh. Lord, most important, you are our Jehovah. You are the one we seek. We seek your faith. Lord, we don't seek your hand. We seek your faith, God. Because, God, we want to know you. We want to know you. We want to know you. You. Oh, God, we want to know you. So, Father, we come. We come in the name of Jesus. And, Father, forgive us, for we have sinned against you. I make it personal. Lord, I've sinned against you. I've sinned, Dad. I've sinned against you. I've sinned, Dad. And I ask you, please forgive me. And forgive us. Wash us in the precious blood of Jesus. And cleanse of all God from all unrighteousness in the name of Jesus. And Father, 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 we forgive those who trespass against us. Father, we forgive them. Those who mistreated us, misjudged us, ostracized us, criticized us, we forgive them, Father. We forgive them. And Father, I pray again, as I always do, open our hearts and our mind to receive revelation of you. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth, the very thoughts of my heart, be acceptable in your sight. Well, Lord, you are my strength, my redeemer, so move me out the way, oh God. That you may have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the people perish. The Message Bible Say without clear direction, the people run wild. 
without direction. The people run wild. I tell you, when I see that scripture, without a vision, without a vision, you and I perish. Although, what do you see? Do you see what he sees? Or entitled this, that message. Do you see what he sees? Without a vision, you perish. You perish. You perish. You just... Ugh. You live in a world of would have, could have, should have. You live in the world. It is what it is. Because you have no vision. Have no vision. My God. What are you seeing on TV? You're seeing a television. A television. And that's what it is doing. It's telling us a vision of Fear of death, no hope, no optimism, nothing, nothing. And you see it consistently, you start believing that nonsense. You start believing that nonsense. They will never get over this. We're all going to die by Friday. Guys, stay in our house. We can't go nowhere. It's getting to the point now. They want to pass. We can't go to the store. Everybody stays home. Everybody stays home. Non-essential workers. No one leaves the house. That's the vision that television wants to put in your spirit. And you watch that consistently. You walk in fear. You walk in anxiety. You walk in depression. And they have already reported people are more depressed. People are more angry. People more frustrated. More people are now calling I call anonymous than ever before. Ever. Because that's the vision they see. Do you see what God sees? Genesis chapter, in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image. And in our likeness. The image of God is not fear. The image of God is not depression or anxiety or oppression or bondage. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And then he said, let him have dominion. Don't ask for it. We're going to give it to you. Let him have it. Let him have dominion. But if your vision is clouded by what you see on television, you'll be dominated by fear and anxiety and oppression and depression and anger and frustration. And that is what we're seeing on television every day. We have never seen this before in our lifetime. People wearing masks on their faces. People scared to go outside their houses. That is not the image of God. That's not the likeness of God. But if you don't see it, if you don't see it for yourself, because your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind needs a focus. 
if you focus on the television, you gravitate toward that television into again a vision that God has in His Word that He made you in His image and in His likeness. He's giving dominion over fear, over sickness and disease. He's made you the head, not the tail. He did it at creation. Let us make man in our image. God ain't broke. God ain't sick. God ain't depressed. God ain't he not bound by anxiety. God, that, 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 that's not what God is. God is love. But if you don't see that, you'll be locked in the world that we see now. Pro, uh, not Proverbs, uh, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16. To give you a synopsis of that particular chapter. The Syrian army was coming against the people of Israel. And um, Elijah, the prophet, Elisha, the prophet, went out and has a servant with him. Now the servant, all he saw was this great army coming against Israelites. Elisha said to the servant, listen to this. The Elisha said to the servant, there are more that are for us than those that were against us. He said it one time. Never join a church that has no vision. Don't get involved with a ministry that has no vision. What is the vision of the church? Come to church, sit down, hear the word, bring your, pay your tithes, then go home. That's not a vision. That is bondage. Where are we going? Why are we here? Never get in a relationship with somebody who don't have a vision. Why am I with you? Are you adding value to my life? Why you won't be with me? What, what am I getting out of being with you? What do you see in this relationship? Is this going to be a friendly benefits? Are we going somewhere? Are we progressing? A woman would not follow a man who had no vision. If he's only concerned... By the size of his body parts, that's nothing. That don't pay the bills. Brothers, listen up. A woman wants to know the size of your dream. She wants to know the size of your purpose. Don't get with somebody who don't see anything coming out of it but just sex. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Do you see what he sees? Do you see what God sees? He sees beyond what our natural eye can comprehend. 
But you gotta see it the same way he sees it. Eyes have not seen, nor he have heard. Neither had it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us by his spirit. So by the Spirit of God, He has revealed to each and every one of us His vision for our lives. But if you don't see it, from Genesis to Revelation means absolutely nothing to you. If we come out of this season of isolation the same way we went into this season of isolation. We have not learned anything. We learned absolutely nothing. This is the time. That you and I. Want to get with our father in heaven. And by his spirit. Let him reveal to you his vision for your life. To where you'll see beyond the natural. And you'll see in the spirit. In the spirit, guess what? You are more than a conqueror. In the spirit, you have to be. You are the head, not the tail. You are above, not beneath. You are rich in mercy. You are rich financially. That's in the spirit realm. Now bring that into natural. You got backwards. The servant only saw the army come against them. And Elisha said, there are more that are for us than those who are against us. What have you been prophesying over yourself every single day based on what you see in God's word? Remember, Elisha the prophet spoke you are your own prophet because your words have power, death and life. Power of your tongue. You can prophesy to yourself victory or defeat, depression or deliverance, healing or sickness. But it's based on what you see in the word of God and you got to get a vision of what God said about you his plan and his plans his plans is to prosper you not to harm you but you read the original King James version of that scripture the Bible said in the King James for I know the thoughts I think towards you saith the Lord Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you hope and an expected end. So God thinks very highly of you and I. How do you think of yourself? Woo! Oh my God. Do you see what he sees? Now, I'm being transparent like I always have been, I always will be. For years, I dealt with depression. I dealt with anxiety. Because all I, all I saw was what I heard from other people. 
all I saw or what I seen other people say about me. This came from family. They came from friends, associates, and most of it, hello, came from the church. You ain't nothing. God don't love you. You got to bring up tithes. You got to answer your prayer. You ain't right. You need help. You need help. And for years, I dealt with depression to whereas back in 1989 I was seeing an army psychiatrist I was in the army at the time and they prescribed this medication called Prozac a new drug called Prozac one of the side effects of this new drug was being irritable but one of the side effects was suicidal thoughts and I used to take the medication because they said take it I would have suicidal thoughts besides a night chill or other but I would have suicidal I just wanted to kill myself because I felt unworthy I felt like a worm I felt like a uh, I felt like my life worth, was worth nothing Be, not because of medication because of what been, I've been fed I didn't see myself the way God sees me so in my vision there were more enemies than angels that were surrounding me. All I saw was lack. All I saw was never being good enough or smart enough. People with depression, they deal with a vision that is not in the Word of God because they base their lives on bad decisions they made and what people said about them. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, do not be anxious about your life. We can eat, we can drink, we can wear, but seek ye first God's kingdom. God's kingdom. Seek ye first God's kingdom. So for years, I did not see myself the way God saw me. But when I got a vision of who God says I am, that I am his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, man, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. And that's what you have to do in this season. See yourself the way God sees you. Don't see yourself based on a television. See yourself on the vision in God's word. Let his word become life to you. Because there's life in the word of God. In the book of Psalms, one, uh, 116 Psalm, it said, My son, don't forget my teaching." But let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days, years of life, and peace shall I add unto you. So length of days, years of life, peace is found in obeying the commandments of God. Now how do I know the commandments of God? By spending time in His Word. And His Word goes from the pages of the Bible into my spirit, into my mind. Let it transform my mind. Let it change the vision I have that has been in my heart for so long oh my god I thought I would never be married and I was married to the wrong person I thought I'd never get remarried I thought I'd never be loved I thought I'd never find love again I thought I'd never gonna be out of death I'm never out of death I'm never cause that was the vision I had for my life when I got a vision of what God said who I am in him 
and I'm still building. I'm still building. I'm still making mistakes along the way. But I'm building. I'm building. Because see, my foundation was based on negativity. And a lot of you, your vision is based on negativity. It's based on negativity. What you heard, what you seen. So I had a negative vision, a negative foundation. And God had to slowly, he's still working on me. Bring up my fallow ground. That means so into righteousness. You know what I'm saying? So I had to get a vision of who I am. And that's what you got to do. Get a vision of who you are in Christ. If we at the body, corporately, come out of this time of, I say, house arrest and we're praying the same way we prayed and our study commitment is at the same level and our commitment to our churches are the same level, we haven't learned, learned anything. We haven't. We haven't. We should gain such understanding who God is doing this time. My Lord. I keep hearing this so much. Repentance. 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 Repentance got nothing to do with me and you. Repentance got nothing to do with me and my Heavenly Father. I supposed to forgive you. I repent unto God, not unto you. I keep hearing this walk in love, walk in love, walk in love, walk in love. This stuff should be already in us already because Jesus said, As the Father had loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Remain. That means stay in love. Stay in love. Abide in love. I'm dead repenting for God. I'm walking in love every single day. I give God praise for that. No glory tomorrow. No, no, no. All the glory goes to God. Are you are you hearing this? Do you see what he sees? Do you have a vision for your life? Because without it you perish. And the vision is this. Greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. But you've got to see. Could go back to the story of Elisha and his servant. Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes. And the Lord opened the eye of the servant. <laughs> Because you can speak to people and, and sometimes, Lord, open the eyes up. Open the eyes. I the best I can. Lord, open his eyes. And I'm telling you, some of you are going to say, Lord, open the eyes. Open the eyes. They can see the greater one on the inside of them. That you are their light. You are their salvation. You are the strength of their life. That they can depend on you. I was um, preparing this. I work at a church here in East Point, Georgia, and I, in the sanctuary, there's no one there but me, and no one at camp but me. So a lot of times I'm walking on the campus, I'm, I'm crying out to God. Oh, Lord, there I go. And I'm crying out for you, but I'm I'm crying out more for me lately. Um, I'm learning how to love not only God, but love Mark. 
imperfect bark. Because my vision was so marred by negativity. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And God is showing me, Mark, I love you with everlasting love. I love you. I love Mark. And it's hard sometimes because because it's, it's 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 hard because you gotta break up your fallow ground. So I'm breaking up the fallow ground with the help of the Holy Spirit. So well, I love Mark. And God is showing me His vision for my life, His purpose for my life. And I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. There's joy in the secret place. There's joy with being stuck in the house. <laughs> Could not, I got no one to turn to but him. Do you see what God sees in you? Do you see what God sees in you? Could God sees greatness in you. He sees potential in you. He sees creativity in you. In the song I heard a rap song called You Have Potential. You Have Potential. You Have Potential. And I, I, I reminded this young lady who's a friend of mine that you have potential. And some of you, you have potential. That's how God sees you. You have potential. There's greatness in you. There's talent. There's creativity in you. Why? Because back in the scripture, Genesis chapter 1, 26. Let's make man in our image and in our likeness. But you got to see that for yourself. So I encourage you during this time of, as I say again, house arrest, get with your father and let him get in you. Talk to your father and let him talk to you. Spend more time listening, less time talking. And let God reveal himself to you in a way that goes beyond understanding. And then walk in the vision that God's given you. God bless you. God bless you. We are praying for you. We are believing God for you. Pray for us here. We love you. With the love of Jesus. And we'll see you next time. God bless.